Welcome to Unsafe Space. Regular viewers will notice that this is an atypical episode for us, uh, both in terms of format and content, but I wanted to share with you my experience of meeting walkaway supporters last weekend at the LGBT town hall event in San Francisco. What does walkaway stand for in your, in your words? We are walking away from the hate, from intolerance that the Democratic Party represents nowadays. If you enjoy our content, please like, subscribe, and share. You can also support us financially by going to unsafespace.com. The walkaway campaign began in 2018 when former Democrats who were fed up with the party's steady decline into leftist authoritarianism decided to abandon the party. We are former liberals. I used to be a Democrat. And uh, since 2016, I saw all the craziness happening around me, especially in San Francisco. I looked around and I said, enough is enough. I am not going to be a part of this. I saw the violence and the way they treat anybody who don't agree with them. And I do not agree with that. So I walked away and we're encouraging other people to walk away as well. We are walking away from the lies, the false narratives, the fake news, the race baiting, the victim narrative, the violence, the vandalism, the vitriol. We are walking away from a party driven by hate, writes the movement's founder. Of course, the word on social media and much of the legacy media is that the walkaway movement isn't real. It's a bunch of Russian bots or a ruse by the Republicans to try to divide the already crumbling Democrat party. Instead of reaching out to their former supporters in an attempt to bring them back into the fold, Democrats have largely ignored or even intentionally castigated them in virtue-signaling gestures of self-righteousness. But the walkaway movement is real, and last weekend the group came to San Francisco to hold an LGBT town hall in the city's gritty and beloved Mission District. Since I was already there, I figured I'd talk to some of these Russian bots to find out just how horrible they were and why Democrats hated them so much. Now first, for some background. The town hall was to feature four notable LGBT speakers who'd, quote, walked away from the Democrat party. The movement's founder, Brandon Strzok, Mike Harlow, who, if you watch Unsafe Space, you know him, you've seen him on our show several times, Scott Pressler, and the YouTube celebrity, Blair White. On Saturday afternoon, Scott led the group and other volunteers in some much-needed charity work in the city. They helped clean up trash, needles, and worse, from San Francisco's putrid streets. Over the violent protests of Antifa, but much to the delight of the city's many homeless residents. Yes, that's correct, by the way, you heard that correctly. Antifa protested the cleaning of their own city. They even punched a drag queen in the stomach for having the audacity to pick up trash from the street. Anyway, volunteering their time to beautify the city didn't save the walkaway participants from the inevitable. At the last minute, the venue caved to pressure from radical leftists and canceled their town hall event scheduled for that evening. Undeterred, organizer Brandon Strzok brought sound equipment and tried to hold the event on the street in front of the venue. Of course, protesters showed up and chaos ensued. What's your name? Lily. And what brings you to the walkaway movement today? I volunteer for the movement. I'm, uh, um, I help with the campaign online and I help reply mes to messages. 
and Brandon told me he was here in San Francisco. He was going to do a town hall, and he contacted me because I live here. And it was my pleasure to work with him. I'm the one who picked the women's building and helped coordinate this. And um, the last minute, they canceled on us on the same day. What happened? So this morning, um, at around 11 or 12 p.m., uh, they called me and they said, because we are anti-homeless, they got this information this morning that they weren't going to accept us today and they're not going to sign the contract. And I asked them, what do you mean anti-homeless? And, and the lady said that we cleaned up the bay with Scott Pressler. We helped clean the city and therefore we are anti-homeless which makes no sense. I told them, you know, we're helping clean up the streets where the homeless are. They were thanking us. And that was the reason they canceled on us. When I kept asking, give me arguments, what, what happened? And she said, it's not my place to say. So she had nothing to say. She had no arguments. And they waited until the last minute. And so we had to do it right here in front of the building to make sure our voices are heard. Do you believe that that's actually the reason? Absolutely not. If it wasn't this, it would be anything else. They just, they found out this morning what uh, what we stand for. We kept silent about the building because we knew there would be protests. So we revealed the name of the building the same day. And even that didn't help. Uh, literally, a couple hours after we revealed it, I got the phone call. I didn't ask Lily where she was from, but as nice as she was, her accent wasn't helping debunk the Russian bot narrative as much as I'd hoped. I decided to find out more about this group of people who'd apparently spent the afternoon being anti-homeless. My name's Ray Paris, that's R-A-Y-P-E-R-E-Z. And what brings you to the walkaway demonstration tonight? You know, I, I, wa I follow Scott on, on Twitter and he was doing a San Francisco cleanup. So I'm from Sacramento and I drive Uber here. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be driving in the city. I wanna join. You know, the city's really liberal, and, and I see the streets every day. Their liberal policies are failing the city, and I want to be part of the solution and clean up. Literally, I, I drive here three to four days out of the week. I see heroin users throw their needles on the streets and, and also defecate, and children have to walk over the feces. That is horrible. That is, that is, I, don't, I don't have any work for it. And if I can come in and at least have some form of help, but also talk to them, ask them, hey, can I take this trash from you? Because what's valuable to them, I might think it's trash and you gotta be respectful. That's what we've been. Hey, is that okay? Is that yours? Can I take it? What What can I get from you? All of them said, please take this. Thank you very much. I said, thank you so much. Someone said, hey, get this needle off the street for me, please. I said, okay. The most suspicious thing about Ray was that he was too nice. He'd driven into a city in which he didn't live to take time out of his Saturday to clean up other people's shit. Literally. I wondered what a walkaway participant who actually lived in San Francisco might think. So I found one. I was on the left. Uh, my first party was green. I thought I was doing everything right, okay? And I'm the same person who housed a homeless guy for nine months, four years ago in San Francisco because I saw potential in him. This is not the first time I did it to help a homeless. And so for them to say the people conservative are evil, are rednecks, are all that, it's just they're not 
understanding and not open-minded because they they don't have eyes or wisdom. They haven't been out in the world enough to understand human nature. Honestly, at this point, I was starting to feel like a bad neighbor, seeing as how I live in the Bay Area and I've never invited a homeless person to live with me. To make myself feel better, I stopped talking about helping the homeless problem and instead figured I'd investigate the claim that these walkaway Russian bots were all white supremacists, since Antifa was shouting something to that effect at the time anyway. Here's what I found. Hi, Steven. Hey Steven, what brings you here? Why are you here tonight? I'm here to support the walkaway movement. What made you walk away? There are so many lies going on, so, ob so many obvious lies, especially about the racism of Trump, uh, the racism in general. What's the biggest lie about Trump and racism? The fact that he is. Why didn't he even come up? He's in at least 120 different rap songs. I'm half black, by the way. I fully identify as black and as Indian before anything else. So I grew up in both cultures very strongly. Fried chicken and curry. And we loved him. And then just at the snap of a hat, the entire nation fell into this trap of Trump being a racist just because he's a Republican. And he's not. He wasn't before, and he isn't after. Just because somebody on Twitter said something and thousands of people believed it, that's probably because they weren't alive when he was born. They didn't know about him. I'm old enough to know that it's just a lie. And then lie after lie, Jesse Smollett, then every other thing, Kavanaugh, everything. It got to the point to where if I actually said, hey, this is not true, then I started to lose friends. I've lost so many friends, I'm going to cry, so much family, but it only reinforced my beliefs. And all we have to do is wait for the truth to show itself. And I don't expect my liberal friends to openly admit that they were wrong. I expect them to be quiet and silently maybe think a little bit about what's going on. Are you a white supremacist? <laughs> Not at all. I think white people are great. I just wish they were allowed to talk a little bit more. Steven seemed to be hiding his white supremacy well, so I moved on to someone who looked more suspicious. I went straight for the jugular, hoping to catch this probable Nazi off guard. Are you in fact a white supremacist? Oh yeah, I'm so white. Someone called me a white supremacist y le pregunté, ¿Cómo soy racista? ¿Yo soy mexicano? ¿De, de veras? These white supremacists were surprisingly tricky. But then I realized I wasn't completely sure the people I'd spoken with were actual members of the LGBT community. I didn't have my intersectional cheat sheet with me, but I suspected that even though they weren't white, their opinions didn't count if they were the wrong opinions. So I needed to find someone I was sure was gay. Yeah, I'm Santiago. Santiago, good to meet you. Um, why, why are you here tonight? So I'm here because I saw about this event on Twitter and uh, as a, a member of the LGBT community, you know, I thought it was a uh, really interesting seeing such a big turnout here of, uh, you know, people with more conservative views, uh, sort of like myself, you know, it's sort of showing that the LGBT community isn't just all one sort of sheep-like mindset, all the same. And so do you consider yourself a walk away member or are you not, never part of the Democratic Party? I, I would consider myself part of the walkaway movement. Uh, I voted for Hillary in 2016 and you know I've been very happy with the job that Trump has done ever since. Uh, I sort of took a lot of the talking points that were given kind of as, as fact and truth but I've come to realize that they really aren't the case. You know 
Trump isn't a racist. Trump doesn't hate gay people. Trump doesn't hate, you know, immigrants that are going through the whole process. You know, he really cares about Americans and really wants to do the best for Americans. I have to ask you one last question. Are you a white supremacist? Oh, you know, being a, you know, legal immigrant from born in Mexico. Yeah, you know, absolutely. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, I'm a real race trader, as they say. Yeah. Success. I'd finally found someone to admit that they were a race trader and a white supremacist. My work here was done.